welcome to another episode of Series Scrapped. I am Sarah. And I'm Bryn. And we are going to bring you uh, episode five of True Calling, which is entitled Haunted. So we'll get right into the recap. Uh, A dad and his daughter are fighting about something. She drives away. Davis is helping True cram for the MCATs. She's more than ready, but Davis thinks she belongs at the morgue. True wakes up to a phone call from Lindsay who wants to set her up on a date and she is out of coffee. That doesn't come back. I re- <laughs> like I just realized like she's no. like all upset about being out of coffee and then I don't think that comes back. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, she's eating with Harrison as she always does. He wants her to make sure to check the track if she's going to rewind. Uh, She finishes her test right on time, gloats a little bit. Um, Her blind date is super rude and corny, uses like the lamest pickup line ever. (laughs) He's like, you're too good to be true. Or no, he's just something like that. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And he's just the worst. Uh, She bumps into Luke, but forgets that he's actually never met her because when he's met her, she's rewound and they haven't actually met. So they flirt a little bit. Um, Harrison calls to tell True the winning horses for the day, just in case she rewinds. Body comes into the morgue. It's a med student. She has ivy tracks in her arms. They figure that she's OD'd. She also has stuff on her eyes indicating trauma. She asks for help. Day rewinds. She runs to the morgue again to check if the body's there. You get it, True. There's no body. (laughs) she runs into luke literally makes him break his camera uh it doesn't go as well as before when they were all flirty the day before she misses her breakfast with harrison but claims she doesn't remember the winning horses and then true hits up the medical school where a jerk transfer student is making a stink she finds the med student Paige. she tries to get in with her group of friends she accuses Paige of doing drugs but there aren't any tracks on her arm this time true follows Paige to an abandoned building where her friends are reenacting flatliners they see true and tell her to do it um they do it to discover things about their past true goes and asks Paige's dad what's up dad says he's never touched his daughter inappropriately true thinks that's a little strange to just say true is late for her mcats she tries to convince Paige not to do the flatliners uh, True runs to stop her, but is too late. They can't bring her back. True steps in and saves her. She goes to take her MCATs because she thinks she's saved the day. Uh, but a question reminds her about the eye damage. She leaves the test early, uh, disrupting her chances at taking the MedCats, uh, MCATs for a whole year. Finds Paige at the neighbor's house, who is really the one who assaulted her. True saves Paige from being choked by neighbor. True finally gets to flirt with Luke and moves on. And it ends on a cliffhanger. What's the cliffhanger, Bren? (laughs) Zach finally reveals that he knows more than he's letting on. Right. And you're like, oh, dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Yeah, he, he came out with that sooner than I thought he might. But yeah. Um, so what is your hot take on this episode? Good episode all the way around. Um, very interesting stuff with the med student stuff. You finally got to kind of see how much she knows about <laughs> medical stuff, which we had questions about. Up until- <laughs> 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 yeah. 
do you really know anything that you're talking about there? Are you really pre-med? Um, but she, it was, it was interesting to see her with the uh, med students. The whole flatliners thing was really interesting. Yeah. Um, a lot more Matt Bomer, which is good. Um, what was I going to say? There was something that I thought of during the recap and I forgot about it. Oh, it'll come back to me. <laughs> I'm sure it will. Um, yeah, I forgot how much I liked this episode. It's, um, it's a quality episode. I love how, you know, they were bringing the whole flatliners thing into it. You know, she even had the hair kind of like Julia Roberts. You know. <laughs> um, oh, I remember what I was going to say. Okay. So Harrison is like, okay, write these names down of the horses and she doesn't write them down. And you assume it's just because she has a really good memory because she remembers everything. But also you have this question, like if she writes it down, does it matter? Won't it be rewind? Like she won't have that piece of paper next time. She totally had that piece of paper. <laughs> and I was like, wait, I never saw you write that down. <laughs> and it shouldn't be there anyway. The day rewound. Right. I was so confused. So that was, that was interesting. Um, <laughs> but that was kind of funny. Um, and then, oh, there was something else too. This was a little more Zach Galifianakis, which was good. Um, yes, for sure. I was surprised that he let on as much as he did this early in the, like episode five. That's pretty early on. But um, I'm glad because I, I'm, I'm thinking that's how he's going to segue into being a bigger role. Um, so I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I had another question about the horses. Like if she, she did write them down, I assume that she wrote them down when she woke up in the morning. But I mean, again, that's just not clear at all. Cause yeah. at the end of the episode, she does have a paper with the horses written down. Yeah. So if she had them written down though, why didn't she just give them to Harrison? Like, if you're not going to give it to him, don't write it down. Why does it matter if you write it down if you're not going to Right. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, and then, oh, and Matt, Matt Bomber, Bomber, whatever. Yeah. Um, he, when they had their meeting, their last meeting, like at the end of the episode, and she said something, I don't remember what she said, and then he like, touched her in like a really like almost aggressive way and I was like ah like but he was like being really nice but he just like all of a sudden was like I will grab your shoulders <laughs> like oh <laughs> it was really funny <laughs> I was like okay all right I'm like that's how this one's gonna go all right like you you feel like he's like weirded out by her and then all of a sudden he's just like no <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay it's fine. <laughs> it was funny. Um, I liked it. I don't know. He seems like a really cute character, so I'm excited for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I do. I love Matt Bomber in this episode. Um, like, you know, and especially when they have such a good conversation the first time around and then the day rewinds and she like just blows it. <laughs> Every time. And it's so sad. Yeah. The part is she'd met him like three times before right and every time it rewound <laughs> yeah <laughs> she keeps like having these great like interactions with him and then he just doesn't ever remember yeah super sad 
Um, yeah, so I definitely I, I like this episode a lot. Um, again, I'm still gonna say playing with fire is still number one. But this is probably number two at the moment. Um, I I am confused, but so we'll get right into plot plot holes. Um, she's three hours late for her MCAT. I mean, I I was like, is that allowed? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Wouldn't they be like, no, you can't take it. Yeah. Like, are they going to let her in? Like, why would they even let her in? No, MCATs feels like the kind of thing where if you're one minute late, they don't let you in. Right. Like where they're going to close the door and you're like, sayonara. (laughs) That's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, three hours? Good night. I don't think they'd let you in. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. But she did happen to like get there just in time for the guy behind her to sneeze on her. Lucky for him. I know, right? She brought a tissue this time, so it's all good. Um, the other question I had, um, she's like the page or our flatliner page. She's gonna go straight to dying instead of like maybe going to see a therapist. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of different kinds of therapists who specialize in retrieving memories and stuff like that. So I did think that was an interesting choice for sure. Right. Like this is my last resort. Is it? Did you try to get that? I I have questions. I don't feel like it's your last resort. Right. I mean, dying seems a little bit final for that. It's maybe I'd try that before before flatlining. Right. Um, do you have any more questions about the plot or anything? Um, I do think it's odd that the moon and the stars were like visible on the neighbor's door and the dad like never got it. Or her. Like, like, I mean, I feel like right across the street like you had to see that like all the time when you're leaving your house like, i mean true saw it when she was leaving the house so the like i'm she was there i mean yeah. true is hyper sensitive to like noticing details so i mean that's maybe like sean spencer like <laughs> so maybe it's not a fair comparison but still for years she's been walking out of this house and seeing this door and that never occurred to her Right. Like, I have some really traumatic memories about the moon and stars. And every time I walk out of my house, I see the moon and stars in my neighbor's house. (laughs) And that's not weird for you? Like, All right. (laughs) No red flags coming up on that one there. Yeah, that is weird. Or for the dad. Like, I don't know. Right. (laughs) Just some nonsense about the moon and stars. There's a moon and stars. I should investigate this further. (laughs) With a creepy old man neighbor. I mean, yeah. Also, I'm pretty sure there isn't a statute of limitations on sexual crimes, particularly <laughs> involving minors. Minors. So I'm pretty sure he's not in the clear. <laughs> yeah, he's all confident. Like, oh, and who's gonna believe you? Um, probably everybody. I actually was looking this up the other day. Statute of limitations on. I don't remember why I was looking this up. Statute of it was some show I was watching and I was like no no I'm pretty sure oh I was watching Veronica Mars oh sure 
I was like, what is the statute of limitations on kidnapping? Because I was like, surely at some point Duncan can come back from the States and be fine. Especially since he technically just kidnapped his own daughter. Like, right. It is his biological child, and the only other biological parent is dead. And there was no court ruling, so at best he's just obstructing justice. Like, not even technically kidnapping at this point because there was no ruling. Anyway, sorry, we just got totally. We digress. We digress. But that's why I looked it up. And there was like a whole list of things that there's like no statute of limitations on. And sexual crimes, I'm pretty sure, is one of them. There you go. That wasn't the case in 2003. I don't know. I'm sure it probably was, but we'll just let it slide. Yeah. Especially with children. Right. Make sure you still get put away for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other questions you came up with? Um I had a lot of questions about the character of <clears throat> the other the the guy who didn't go flatline. The, the third friend of theirs? Oh, the one, I mean, he, I think it was assumed that he had or that he was going to, but yeah, but, yeah, but not the Indian guy. Yeah, he was very, like, sinister. Not yes. Not the Indian guy, the other guy. Right. Um, And he was, like, massive, too. He was, like, a giant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But maybe that's part of why he felt sinister, because he was, like, at least a head taller than everyone else. Right. Like, looking down on them all the time, but... He just felt like so, I don't know, there was something really like weird about his character. And I feel like we just never got any answers about why he was so weird. Was he the one too that brought in the like the girl who really was who True was pretending to be? Or was it the other guy that brought her in? Yeah, was no, like, it was the, yeah, it was the white guy. The top yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy. Yeah, he, he went and found her. And and called her bluff, but then he was still, I don't know, he was still so weird. And he was the one who was shooting up, and we never got an explanation on why she had drugs in her arm. When she well, you know, because she had, like, when True checked her arm, she just hadn't done the flatline yet. Oh, is that where they had the IV? Is that what happened? Yes. All right, I think I missed that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so she got the IV during the... During- experiment or whatever they were going to call it okay all right yeah so apparently i had questions i didn't even realize yeah it's all good (laughs) um let's go on to give me more um super thrilled like this is you know true calling doesn't generally end on a cliffhanger but this one like Like, oh my gosh, I gotta watch the next episode. I yeah. totally watched the next episode. Yeah, like, that was a good cliffhanger because you're just like, ooh, what's he gonna say? What does yeah. he know? Um, so obviously, give me more, Zach. Right. <laughs> give me more, Matt. Um, yes. Love them. Um, we didn't see Meredith at all this time, which, I don't know. I'm not that strong, oh, no. but, you know, like I said, she's a piece I can't figure out in this puzzle. Right. <laughs> Oh, it's weird still, she's gone I'm still like oh, we don't know anything about Meredith uh, yeah Harrison is Harrison is a bigger role than I kind of assumed he would be like he's been hanging around with her a lot yeah and he's he's definitely it, that's gonna continue for sure 
he's that doesn't bother me i like her yeah nice guy yeah well oh because oh no i think that's in the next episode or maybe yeah it's in the next episode um i won't say anything never mind (laughs) okay like especially after this one thing happens then you see a lot more harrison Oh, okay. um, All right. but I, cause I watched, I watched this episode and then when like Davis did his reveal, I was like, I got to watch the next episode. So I have watched the second episode. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it before, but like, <laughs> I just watched it. Um, one of my favorite lines from Davis though, in this one was you're assuming I've ever had a great day. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor Davis. <laughs> I feel like we've all known somebody like him, but like yeah. <laughs> he says stuff like that all the time. And when he says it, you're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I know because True is like lamenting the fact that she had this like just awesome day. She like kills her MCATs. She had this great interaction with Luke, like just a really good day. And then it rewinds and it's like all going to crap. And she's like, have you ever just had one of those like really great days? Or, or you, I think she said, you know, when you have one of those really great days, Yeah. he's like, you're assuming I've ever had a great day. I know. And he's looking at her like, rub it in. How about right. <laughs> you have these amazing days? It's good for you. <laughs> uh, um, anything else on that? Um, No, I, I'm just really liking the way they're playing out. I'm, I'm really liking the way that Davis and, true are working together like character wise like brian and i have been talking a lot lately about character balance in a show particularly in an ensemble show which this is not but sure um just just getting the right balance of characters and i i like i like where this is headed and i think luke is going to bring in some interesting matt matt bomer is going to bring in some interesting balance to this group too so Hopefully that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I did count where Jason Priestley's going to come in. I think we have like five or six more episodes before he comes in. So excited for Jason Priestley. I know. Yay. <laughs> He's great. Uh, you're, it's, yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> I can't wait for you to meet Jason Priestley in this. Um, anything that just really bugged you that, you know. Like, okay, yep, I get it why it's canceled. I I mean, like I said, I think maybe just their inability to pay attention to detail is <laughs> is part of it so far. <laughs> like Right. Just I feel like we have questions at the end of every episode. Yeah. <laughs> problem. Um, but it's to me it's not enough to cancel a show over. Sure. I mean, it's annoying for sure. But I It'll be interesting to see the season one as a whole because that will tell me how they told the story overall. Like, each little individual episode story is good to dissect, but, like, the whole first season is also one story in any given show. And that's, you know, that's going to tell me really what their foresight is like. We've been watching Community. Mm, Yeah. For the first time. I saw that you were watching that on Facebook. <laughs> I have some real trouble with community because like they're really, really good. These writers are really, really good at coming up with characters and they've created a really nice balance in their ensemble and they're yeah. really good at writing bits. 
but they have like zero foresight. Um, mm. These <laughs> these writers will either create a good bit that could have like gone on to become something, and they just like waste it. <laughs> and sure. Gone, and you're like, okay, so that's never coming back. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, they just have zero foresight. They just have bits that they want to do that are really funny, and that's awesome. <laughs> but right. But I like at the end of every season, we're like. I don't know. Like, it's really funny, but it also is not very satisfying. <laughs> like, I don't know. Writing wise, they're just, they, I feel like the writers don't understand themselves, what they are able to do right and what they don't do well. <laughs> right. It's kind of a struggle. <laughs> I know there's probably a lot of people who would disagree with me about that. I know tons of people love community, but. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, and to your question, I don't remember if anybody actually answered it, but, um, but yeah, they don't stay like totally hooked up. So. Yeah. The, the more I'm getting into the, like every time they show Tro, Troy and uh, Britta, I'm like, like this is the worst couple ever. I'm so mad. Uh, right. Um, but it's, it's a good, it's a good experience, but that's, you know, being able to see a season at a time tells you a lot about the writers and like how, how good they are at telling a story. So right. <laughs> when I watched True Calling, um, it was like as it was airing, mm-hmm. um, and like I think one of the biggest downsides on it was it was airing Friday night, and mm. there's just nobody watching. I mean, at the time, nobody's watching TV on Friday night, and like if you went, didn't have a good time slot. That was like if you're part of the market is high school and college. Friday night is not when they're going to be sitting in front of the TV, right? <laughs> like that—that's a poor choice. Um, yeah, so. it's not as much of an issue now because people will just watch it on Hulu whenever. But like you know, this is back in the day when like you know we barely had DVR. So has for sure changed a lot of things about TV. Yeah, um, having to drop a season at once versus one a week and and like as brian and i go through old tv shows like rockford and stuff we see that they're like they had zero idea anybody would be able to watch this all at once right Right. they were they never thought that would be a thing and so their planning for that was minimal so they would actors as different characters and you're like yeah people wouldn't notice yes you did because people would never see the old episodes again right you'd be like oh that guy looks familiar I don't know where I know him from instead of I just saw him yesterday there's been three different people on this show okay (laughs) yeah so things like that have definitely changed with being able to binge a show and you know you're it's easier to set up little things throughout that pay off later yeah people are going to be watching them back to back yeah that makes way more sense well awesome anything else you have to say about haunted before we wrap this guy up that was a weird title i just it is that was (laughs) i mean that feels slightly more ghostly and ethereal than it wasn't any more so than any of her other people that she saves <laughs> they all die they all come back to life but technically, i kind of love the episode titles but that one doesn't really fit my <laughs> opinion i just realized that when you said it <laughs> i was like yeah no that's a weird title 
Yeah, for sure. Um, well, awesome. We'll wrap this one up so you can get watching episode six. Right. Super excited about that one. Uh, you can get to know what Davis knows exactly. So that will yeah. be super fun. Um, so we will go ahead and sign off. Don't forget to subscribe. Leave us a review. Um, we are super excited. Can't wait to get to the rest of the series that you guys are asking for. So um, just keep listening to Series Scrapped and we'll see you next time. Bye.